You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Well, hi there. It's Mark Lloyd from Lunch with Lloyd. And welcome along to this podcast. Now, I know you're going to love this one. As on the back of an article by Rolling Stones, they came up with their top 10 of the best songs ever written. And coming out at number one was Respect by Aretha Franklin. My favourite came in at number six, and that was What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. So we ask you guys, what is your favourite song, the best song ever written, in your opinion? And you can came up with some beauties as well, let me tell you. We also uh, talked to Burger Boy DXB, and he's quite a character, and he's quite a bodybuilder as well. What does he do? He goes round the city reviewing burgers. That was a fun chat. We also talked celebrity skincare and designer to the celebrities. Ola joined us on the show talking about fashion and also launching a sustainable skincare product. Enjoy, and don't forget to join me live on the show weekdays from 11 o'clock on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Today I want to talk about um, Rolling Stone magazine um, in one of the biggest questions of our age, really. What is the best song ever written? Well, I can tell you Rolling Stone magazine has answered it, or at least it's tried to, uh, compiling their list of the 500 best songs ever written. Now, the Music Mag first did this back in 2004, but of course times have changed quite a bit since then, so they've gone back and up dated their list. In total, they received nearly 4,000 votes from artists, musicians, producers, and from journalists across the world. So looking at the top 10, I can tell you Outcast Hey Ya came in at number 10 with Fleetwood Mac's Dreams at number 9. Uh, the number eight position was taken by uh, Missy Elliott's Get Your Freak On. And the Beatles' Strawberry Fields Forever came in at seven. Marvin Gaye's What's Going On uh, was at six, whilst Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit came in at five. And uh, Like a Rolling Stone from Bob Dylan was the number four slot. So that leaves the top three. And I can tell you Sam Cooks, a change is going to come, took the number three position. Number two, Public Enemies, Fight the Power. Whilst the final song at number one, and I think, uh, you know, you'd struggle to kind of uh, argue with this one, was Aretha Franklin's Respect. So that's how Rolling Stone saw it. How I see it, it would be uh, Marvin Gaye at number one with What's Going On. So what I'm asking you guys to do today is quite simply tell me uh, what would be your number one song ever written? You can only tell me one, okay? I don't want lists of them. Just one song that you think is the best song ever written. Uh, one of our listeners saying, The World is Yours by Nas. And uh, also, Elisa, you reckon all along the Watchtower. Of course, written by Bob Dylan, but um, covered by Jimi Hendrix as well. That's a good one there for the best song ever written. Omar, uh, you reckon this is the best song ever written? So Led Zeppelin, yeah, I knew that one was going to come in uh, with a stairway to heaven. That's a good one, Omar. Thanks for that. Um, Also, Finn, thank you for your message. For you, the best song ever written would be this. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's a goodie. Uh, we've also had Sting's Fields of Gold uh, coming, Field of Gold, uh, which, again, brilliant songs. Um, I can tell you at the moment, it's a bit of a battle uh, when it comes to the best song ever written uh, between Hotel California by the Eagles and Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Thank you for your message, Andrew. Um, the best song ever written for you is that Led Zeppelin track. I'm surprised. I thought it might have been a Pink Floyd song, but no. Thank you, Susan, for your uh, message. Uh, for you, you reckon this is the best song ever written? I see skies of blue And clouds of white The bright blessed day The dark sacred night And I think to myself Absolutely brilliant choice there, Susan. Loving that one. Uh, Sanjay and Colin, you reckon this? Welcome to the Hotel California. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely place. Great choice. We've got Lloyd joining us on line number one. Good morning, Lloyd. How are you? Good morning. Fine, thank you. How are you? Excellent. So, we're talking one song which we consider to be the best ever written. What would yours be, Loy? Uh, Eric Clapton, Wonderful Tonight. Great tune. Why? Why is that your top song uh, ever written? I like uh, Eric Clapton, his uh, music. Yeah. And plus the words are good. The have lyrics you, are good. Have you ever seen Eric Clapton perform? No. No. Well, t- uh, let me tell you, if you ever get the chance, don't miss up on it because he really is a fantastic live performer. Lloyd, really appreciate your call. And guess what? We're going to play it just for you. Eric Clapson. This is wonderful tonight. Clapson and Wonderful Tonight. Uh, we're talking about um, songs that we consider to be the best ever written. We're talking about um, songs that we consider to be the best ever written. Thank you, Gabby, for your message. Um, the Smiths. There's light that never goes out. And a big question, why is Morrissey not on that top ten list from uh, Rolling Stone magazine? Let's go to the telephone lines right now. Priya, good afternoon. How are you? Good <laughs> Mark. Very good, thank you. Great stuff. Always a pleasure to have you um, on the show. So we're talking about, you know, songs that we consider to be the best ever written. Um, So what would your choice be, Priya? Um, I absolutely love the song Imagine because I feel it really resonates with me, you know, in so many ways. It's a... a yeah, it's it's a masterpiece, isn't it? I yeah. Imagine, of course, um, by the one and uh, only John Lennon. Let's have a little clip of that. Imagine all the people living for today. 
That is a great choice. I mean, do you play it often, Priya? Is it something that uh, pops I, up I on your do, playlist? Yes, I do because you know it's all about a world where you know which will live as one, and I think that is so needed at this moment absolutely Mm -hmm. brilliant choice Priya yeah that should definitely be in the top 10 of greatest songs ever written Um, we're going to uh, the lines now where we've got Charlene joining us on line number two Charlene how are you very good Mark how are you doing excellent sir so tell me uh, when it comes to great songs um, and you know what that you consider to be the best that's um, ever been written what would you choose uh, I choose uh, when you said, uh, say nothing at all from Ronan Keating. When you say nothing at all, Ronan Keating. What, why do you like that one so much? Yeah, well, uh, you know, one of those, uh, the song came in when we were, uh, though I'm still young, you know, but uh, we were in college days and uh, it uh, leaves behind a lot of beautiful memories. You, know, the song. <laughs> you say it best when you say nothing at all. It's it's a exactly, beauty exactly. that, Shallon. Uh, thanks for your call, uh, Savita. You written um, that uh, this one is probably one of the best ever written. Yeah, from R.E.M., it is a goodie, that one, isn't it, guys? What do you think? The best song ever written, your favourite song. we got Odil on just messaging in. Uh, enjoying the music today. Helps me endure the traffic going back to Dubai from my site in Sharjah. The best piece of music for me is Go the Distance by Michael Bolton. The theme of heroism, love and courage always hits me. That is a beautiful choice, Odilon. A lot of you messaging in with uh, Imagine by John Lennon and uh, also that Stairway to Heaven from Led Zeppelin is very popular, as is um, the Eagles classic Hotel California. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Welcome back to the show, Lunch with Lloyd through 2 o'clock. And we've got that Dubai lad, Vip Patel, joining us on the show right now. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Hello. Uh, So, best song ever written, Vip. Uh, What would it be for you? Oh, that's a a difficult word. I'm so eclectic that (laughs) it depends on my mood as to what I like. All right. Go on, just throw one out there for me. Um... Ooh. I don't know, if I'm in a dance music mood, then it would probably be something like Faceless Insomnia. All right, yeah, that is a big song, isn't it? All right, we'll, we'll leave it at that then. For you, the best song ever written, Insomnia by Faithless. Now, um, you've been up to quite a bit of stuff this week. Uh, we're going to take a look about what's been trending on Dubai Lad. Where are we going to get started? Yes, well, um, actually, we can get started with uh, the fact that we tracked down um, the voice of Dubai. Yeah, the voice of Dubai, and this intrigues me. I love voiceover, and, uh, you know, I love people that can kind of change their voice and, um, you know, do all kinds of things with it. And and this guy is, um, we hear him everywhere, don't we, across the city? Yeah, so we dropped a video on um, our Facebook page, and it was basically telling the story of a guy called Ahmed Hafar. He's a 27-year-old, but he's the voice of so many things in the region. You probably hear him every day. Like, he's the voice of the Metro. He's the voice of McDonald's, Talabat, Etisalat. Uh, um, <laughs> he's amazing. I'm, I've, got to, I've got to track him down myself and get him on the show. But, I mean, I've just got a little clip of him. Hi, I'm Ahmed Hafar, and I'm the voice of... Emirates Airlines. Mall of the Emirates. Welcome to Mall of the Emirates. 
Etisalat. Etisalat. Together matters. Talabat. Talabat. You're every day right away. Uh, yeah, that's just a little clip of <laughs> of this guy. He's fantastic, isn't he? And I'm, we are going to track him down, and we are going to get him on this show. Maybe you can help me do that, Vip. But yeah, uh, so so th- this is uh, trending on your site then. Yes, yeah, it's got 1.3 million views in just like uh, four days. Uh, <laughs> and it was so much fun to film because he just does all the voices, like, on demand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, because one of your guys, I, I guess, is uh, kind of, you know, asking him um, that, to do these different voices, and bang, they, they just come straight away, don't they? From very high-pitched stuff to really deep down, um, you know, in, the, in his shoes kind of thing. He, he can really do a lot of different things with his voice. Yeah, he can. He can. He's got a great range. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Okay. So that is well worth. By the way, there's a lot more. I just played a little clip there of um, of that video. There's a lot more. So do check it out on on Dubai Lad. Uh, now, um, what else have you been discovering this week, Vit? So um, one thing that's trending at the moment is the fact that um, the world has now now got twice as many days that have hit over fifty degrees C. Oh, right. That's, um, uh, so that's the, the global warming kicking in across the world. Um, and uh, what, what kind of timeline has this been measure, measured from? What years? Yeah, so from, um, between uh, 1980 and 2009, um, the temperature hit over 50, around 14 times across the world. But from 2010 to 2019, it's now risen to uh, 26 days. It's worrying, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's... it's yeah. I don't know what we as personally can do about it, but it, it, it is a worry. Yeah, I mean, I think personally, um, if everyone gets on board and we try and live a more sustainable life, yeah, um, be, be, be a bit more environmentally friendly, um, we could bring it down because um, a lot of this could be attributed to um, burning fossil fuels and, um, uh, and, and that's something that we can all play a part in changing. Right. Uh, okay. So uh, I suppose you know we've got to make that first step and uh, and and try and help out with that. Now, also um, something for the British expats in in Dubai. Um, it's is it good news that you've discovered this week? Well, yeah. So um, about the UK to end the quarantine for UAE visitors from October four. Okay, which is absolutely brilliant news. So does that mean you're going to be travelling then, Vip? Yeah, but it does come with um, like a, a few a, a few different caveats that you should be aware of. Yeah. So, so they they there have been meetings between uh, government officials um, from the UAE and the United Kingdom to ch- to try and hash this out. Uh, they currently, as it stands, if you are um, uh, like vaccinated from select countries, you can travel to the UAE to the UK from the UAE, and it's fine. But I would delve a little bit deeper into it just to make sure that you fit the criteria with regards to the vaccines and where you've been vaccinated um, beforehand. So are you going to be uh, booking a trip, maybe heading home for Christmas? Well, my family are coming out here for Expo. Oh, right. um, Yeah, I'm going to be fully booked here. (laughs) And and talking of Expo, of course, uh, it's been released. um, uh, Some big names are going to be performing for the opening of that. Yes, and one of the biggest is uh, Andrea Bocelli. Yeah, Andrea Bocelli, of course, he sold over 75 million records. Uh, I mean, what, I know, a, what a voice. It's just one of the all-time great voices, isn't it? 
Yeah, he's incredible. He's absolutely incredible. Alongside him is a UK star, Ellie Golding. She'll be playing. Okay. Um, I'm quite a fan of Ellie Golding, actually. Do do like her work. And, um, I mean, there's a whole uh, plethora of, of different performers, a lot of uh, Arabic f- performers, and uh, even some musicians that are based here in Dubai that will be uh, getting involved as well. Yes, so you've got Arab artists like Mohammed Abdo and an Emirati um, artist, um, um, Fananat um, Al-Arab, who, who who's a great artist as well. So, uh, lots to look forward to for the opening ceremony there. Now, talking of musicians and um, drummers and lead singers and guitar players, I believe there's a, a bundle of cash up for grabs. Yeah, so this is something that you'll probably be into, actually. <laughs> there's a Battle of the Bands competition coming up at McGettigan um, yeah. with the cash prize of 20,000 dirhams. Yeah, I mean, there have been a lot of Battle of the Bands, I can tell you, over the years here, here in Dubai. But they're, they're always fun, and yeah, I think they bring out the best in uh, in musicians don't they you know um kind of not going up against each other with uh, a nasty kind of competition but with with good fair competition so when's this going to be happening uh yes yeah, so the battle of the band is uh, coming up soon um let me just double check on the date it's going to be happening at mcgettigan's as, as you mentioned that's the one at the dubai world trade center and uh, i believe it's in october it's in October, yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be in October. Um, they haven't released the exact date yet. Um, and you know what? I love a good battle of the band. Getting local bands together, um, like one after the other, like battling it out. It's such a great environment. It's, it's such a, it makes such a change to like the, um, just going to see a big event, you know, like uh, just a close-knit like good, good friends around you just listening to yeah. quality local music yeah well um that is hap- happening every tuesday night by the way at mcgettigan's uh, in, in the month of october is that one and uh, uh, some cash up for grabs uh, once again if people want to keep abreast of your stories and what uh, people are talking about in the city of dubai vip where do they need to head to uh they just need to head to dubailads.com or they can go to our social media, uh, which is the Dubai Lads. Have a great week, Vip. Always a pleasure to chat to you on a Monday. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye, 103.8. Yeah, good afternoon, one and all. Thanks for all your messages coming along, and welcome back to the show. We are going to talk burgers next uh, with Burger Boy DXB, alias Alex Millington. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Very good. So tell me. How did you get into being a burger reviewer? What kind of, you know, pointed you in that direction? It was a complete accident, really. So me and the boys were in the gym actually having a conversation about what the best burger in Dubai was. Yeah. And one of the lads decided to film it because it, it wasn't getting heated, but there was some, like, discussion going on as to which restaurant was better. And I actually called out Hydroin for having really thin patties in their burgers. And later that evening, um, they'd seen it on Instagram and sent me a message saying, Hi, Alex, we heard you're not happy with our thin patties. We'd like to <laughs> mind. Uh, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to film this because I'm pretty sure they were rated Dubai's best burger in either Time Out um, or another magazine for 2020. Yeah. Um, so I went down and what they did with me is actually now like a, a paid experience you can do where they make the burgers in front of you. They tell you all the ingredients that goes into it um, and sort of let you try a few off their menu. So I filmed it and uh, my sister that that night, she was like, you should put it on TikTok because TikTok's kind of like, it's popping off at the minute. It's much better than Instagram. Yeah. So I was like, then you can put it on for me. The next day, it had like 35,000 views, which Seriously. in grand things is not a lot. But 
um, much more than what Instagram was getting. So the next day I went to Five Guys. Um, so I just ordered myself a burger, put that video on TikTok, and the next day, um, that one it, within 24 hours got a million views. My goodness! So I was wow. Like, All right. I, people like watching me eat burgers um so uh from that point i started messaging restaurants saying hi uh, i'm burger boy dxb i i'll review your burgers make some content on it um and it just sort of kicked off mushroom from there yeah shirt made wow my videos on tiktok and it's got to the point now where i have loads of different restaurants in dubai messaging me saying hi burger boy can you come down (laughs) um all the burgers on our menu you can try our um, our best things, and we put it on TikTok for us. All right, so throw a couple out there. I mean, I, I'm a I'm a fan of Bite Me Burger. That's one of my favourites at, at DIFC, oh. which I'm sure you know. Um, what is it, What are a couple of your favourites? Um, so for me, at the minute, my top uh, restaurant on the Burger Boy scale—that's what I call it—is GT Burger. So it's next to Dubai College, um, and that is like as a whole like restaurant menu experience everything that is the best one i've been to um what made it so good so the the guy that runs it he's um he said he's been in the food industry for a long time i think him and his uncle own a chain of subways um and he was actually supposed to open the restaurant uh 10 years ago in motor city yeah um the name gt burger uh but it never actually happened so he opened it um last year um and he's just saw it He's, he's got the menu down to a tee with everything that he puts on it. The food isn't greasy. It tastes really good. Everything's cooked great. Um, and he sort of came out, explained where all the food comes from, like the meat's imported over from the U.S., um, sort of percentage of um, meat and fat in it, which was really, really cool. Um, and then I'd say another one of my favorites is pickle. Uh, that's probably coming in very close second. Okay. Uh, by High Joint. And there's one on the beach row called Daddy's Burger as well, which is really, really cool. So they many, do uh, unlimited sliders on Tuesday. How many like burgers it. do you get through a week? Uh, I've got to ask you that, uh, Burger Boy. At the start, when I was um, first getting into it, I was trying to get as many as I could because I was like, I need to get content out there. Um, but I quickly realized that I can't be going to three restaurants a week eating burgers because I know a lot of food influencers um, – they sort of go down, take a bite, and leave the food. But in my mind, someone's giving me their food off their menu. So I sort of use yeah. it as a meal, really. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to um, sort of go down, just take a bite. They've made all this food for me, and it goes to waste. So I actually eat all of the food. So I now try and stick to one a week. Um, I go on like a Wednesday or a Thursday, and I'll post the video the following week. Um, and then I just sort of drip feed like uh, pictures and little snippets of content in between. What, what's the strangest, uh, most unusual, weirdest burger that you've ever had, um, uh, Burger Boy? Um, I, I don't know about strange, but um, I'm sure you've heard of him, Chef Izu. Um, so I used to work at Jumeirah Beach Hotel, so I knew him from there when he opened Fika. Yeah. And when I saw him um, releasing his own Izu burger, I dropped him a message. But his burger, it's not a burger patty, it's like sliced beef. Um, and that was really unusual because you, you don't really see that in um, many burger places, but it actually tastes really, really good. Um, and then they sort of also do another burger. Um, it's on like a milk brioche bun, but it's like a hot dog style bun. So um, it's just a bit different. And then there's Alien Burger as well. They have the black burger, which is filled <laughs> with like a load of truffle sauce. Um, it wasn't really for me, but I know some people are crazy on truffle, so that might be another one. 
I mean, there's just so many places to go and enjoy a good burger in Dubai. I, I mean, another question I've got for you. I mean, I can see you on Microsoft Microsoft Teams, and you look pretty pumped up there. You know, I, I'd be expecting you'd be uh, piling on the weight, but uh, you seem to be staying fit whilst, uh, you know, in pursuit of the world's greatest burgers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm a CrossFit athlete and a personal trainer. Um, so... I mean, that's probably why I can eat all this food. Um, I used to be a swimmer, so I've got a really quick metabolism. Um, so, I mean, I'm probably putting away like 4,000 calories a day anyway. So a burger once a week doesn't really do much to me. Um, I'm sure if I was going out every day, you know, trying three or four different burgers and shakes and yeah. chips or places, it would affect me. But, I mean, I train quite a bit. Um, so I luckily managed to keep the weight off. Good for you. Um, so if people want to follow you and, uh, you know, this this journey to find great burgers across the city of Dubai, um, what's all your social media handles and uh, where can we see some pics of you devouring these burgers? Yeah, so Instagram and TikTok is both BurgerBoyDXB. Um, and then I post some of the content on my normal Instagram as well, which is just Alex Millington. Um, but most of the, uh, the content goes on my TikTok. All right, and what's for lunch today? Is it the obvious? Is it going to be burger? <laughs> um, I actually have one on Wednesday. I'm going back down to uh, to high joint, so that'll be my next burger. But today, I mean, I'm just in the middle of training and um, working with some of my clients, so I'll probably get a normal lunch, just some like pasta or uh, some chicken or something. But all right, makes a change, doesn't it, from the burgers? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's been great catching up with you, Burger Boy, and uh, I'm certainly going to be following you on your social media and uh, taking a look at some of your videos and pics as well. That's once again Burger Boy Alex Millington. Check him cool. out, and uh, he's uh, he, he, what he doesn't know about burgers ain't worth knowing. <laughs> I can tell you, and uh, that's got me in the mood for for lunch today. This is Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Yeah, welcome back into the show, Lunch with Lloyd. Now, celebrities and lovely skin go hand in hand, don't they? And we're going to learn a little bit more about um, celebrities and how to have a, a glowing, beautiful skin. As uh, we're talking next to Tracy Cohen-Syag, who's the CEO of Clinique de Champs-Élysées, Paris, New York and Dubai. Tracy, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, hi, good afternoon. I'm, uh, Real I'm pl- very fine. I, yes, thank you. Good to have you with us, Tracy. Now, if I was to say um, a celebrity with great skin, I would say my favourite is Jennifer Lopez because she always looks like she's glowing all the time. What would you say to that, <laughs> Tracy? Yes, I, I, I totally agree with you. Jennifer Lopez is an icon for everyone. And of course, he, she takes care, uh, obviously, of her skin and, and her body. <laughs> how does she get that look then, that, you know, that fantastic glow? How, how, how do you get that? Yes, the glow, well, I, I, it's, it's difficult to de- reveal uh, every secret because, you know, everyone has their secrets. But uh, to have a, such a glow, you need to entertain your skin quite three, four, five times a year with uh, pretty innovative treatments that we, we deliver in every big uh, ICT clinic like Clinique des Champs-Élysées, of course, we have um, specialized treatments for every type of skin to maintain um, the glow, the famous glow that you see on pretty much every celebrity. Yeah, I I mean, I I threw out Jennifer Lopez there. What what about you? I mean, you're in this this business. I mean, who do you kind of admire who has fantastic skin when it comes to celebrity? What? Sorry, I I didn't get your question. Yeah, which celebrities would you say have got uh, really fantastic-looking skin? 
Well, uh, I would. I don't have someone in mind. There is a lot of person that have. Uh, but the the main the main the the best thing is to have the best glow without filter. You know, because now with the social media, when you see someone, you don't really know if it's a real glow or not. But when you see them in real, if the glow is real, then you know that it's uh, for but, sure they've been taken care of with special yeah. care. So, what what tips would you give us then to uh, you know look amazing and have that healthy looking skin? What are your top tips? Well, my really the, the the first and the better tip that I can give is of of course to do at least three times a year uh, one of a special combined treatment that will hydrate and treat and prevent. And um, we have like many many different protocols for that. So there is special skincare for every special skin. So it depends. Really difficult to give you one. We have hydrofacial, oxygeneo, but usually what we do is we combine the treatment together to optimize and improve the quality of the skin throughout the, the treatment. So I will recommend to come three times a year, to do three times session a year. Okay. When, I mean, what do you look for when somebody walks into uh, one of your uh, clinics? What, what, what do you look for? What do you look, you know, when you see their face? And <laughs> what kind of things are the telltale signs <laughs> that perhaps they're not looking after their skin properly? Yes, of course, it depends. When someone comes, we don't... Uh, we don't tell them what to do. We first we ask them what they what they want to do first. But we have a special um, uh, EA tool, you know, that can analyze the skin better than we can ever do, even with microscope. And they will recommend us and the patient what should they do uh, and what should they um, they use treatments and cosmetic, of course, at home to combine the best treatments for the skin. I mean, so we actually use the technology to okay. improve the diagnostic yes, for the patient. Uh, what about at home? I mean, what, what, what routines can we do at home to help us uh, improve our complexion? Yes, yeah, so at home it's, um, it's related to the treatments that the patients will do at the clinic. So usually, of course, we, we have special care at home that we do on, um, on, the, on the, depends on the skin of the patient. We usually don't recommend creams that are already done uh, for everyone. We do serums um, on measure, like uh, it's designed for the skin of the patient and it's related to the treatment that it will do at the clinic. Sometimes they do self-treatment, so we will give intensive care at home. Uh, sometimes they don't need, it depends. And it depends also of the routine of the patient. Right. Some and patients don't want to and do it, anything at home. Is this, is it mainly for women or are, are men um, uh, welcome to come along and, uh, you know, improve their uh, complexion and skin tone? Well, I, I don't know for Dubai yet because it's the first clinic here in Dubai. But in Paris, uh, men uh, are, are almost 30% of the patients. Really? So pretty much. Yes, it's, it's amazing. I've been here 12 years. 12 years ago, there was only 5% of men that come through the clinic. Today, it's between 30 to 40%, depending on the treatment. So it's uh, really becoming for everyone. Wow. I wonder if you can make yes. me... Can you make me look like Richard Gere? <laughs> you know, I don't know, like Richard Gere, but I can, I, I'm sure I can uh, make you have that glow that you, that you want. Yeah, or George Clooney. I'll settle for George Clooney as well. Uh, so where can we find uh, you? I think we'll all set up for him. Uh-huh. Where can we find you here in Dubai, Tracy? Yes, the first clinic we are opening today is in Dubai in the address uh, Marina, so in the third floor. Yeah. It's, uh, well, 1,000 square meters with a special view. You will see if you come uh, get a treatment. And there is um, the opening today. This is the first day that we open actually our doors to the patient. And this is my first clinic in Dubai. 
So therefore, uh, regarding the the market and the questions and the uh, the difference uh, that we will have uh, between the Parisian or the New York uh, clinic, I will be able to tell you in a few months, I think. But I'm pretty sure that here too, men are as concerned as women. Yeah, by, yeah. At least by the skin. I think you're absolutely right, Tracy. Well, congratulations um, on uh, the opening of your clinic. That's Clinique de Champs-Élysées uh, opening here in, in Dubai today, which is uh, amazing. Tracy, I shall come and see if you can work your magic and uh, make me look like a movie star, not a you radio are star. Very welcome. <laughs> you are very well welcome. And I'll be sure to make your skin glow when you go up, when you when you leave the clinic. Thank you so much. That's Tracy Cohen Sayag joining us on the show. Just oh, to look like a celebrity, wouldn't that be amazing, eh? This is lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye one hundred three point eight. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the show. Now we've talked a lot of celebrity on the show, but I think there's room for a little bit more. And designer to celebrities, uh, it's a pleasure to welcome Ollie onto uh, the program, uh, who is a, a very very famous fashion designer. Ollie, how are you? Ciao, guys. Come stay. Good. Oh, my God. Yeah, good to have you on the That's show. Now, you, you've designed for some of the biggest stars in, in the world. Tell, tell me some of your clients who you've dressed. Oh, my God. It's, it's a lot. It really is a lot. Well, since we are in Dubai now, I mean, we can start with Haifa Werbe. Um, then uh, my favorite girls, it's Kylie Jenner, Kim Kardashian, um, Beyonce, Mariah Carey, the whole wow. gang. You know? Oh my goodness, you've certainly worked with some of the biggest names uh, in, in the music <laughs> business. Tell, yeah. tell us a, a little bit about your designs and the kind of fashion that you like to make, uh, Ollie. Um, you know, um, the brand is literally a manifestation of like my wildest dreams, okay? Um, I, it was, I mean, you have, I had to find a niche in the market at the time. So I made my research and, um, I used to be, uh, I used to live in London and there was a huge demand for like pastel color furry jackets. Okay. And I did that and it just blew up. Like I never even anticipated that it would be so popular. And then the next thing I know, all magazines, billboards in LA, all celebrities, the whole shebang, basically. My goodness, it really it really took off for you, didn't it? I mean, is it something that you enjoyed doing, you know, when, when you were very, very young? Were you always interested in, in designing clothes? It's always been my dream because I even went to Central St. Martins in London to do that. Then I did master's in uh, London College of Fashion, actually. Um, then I even went to work at Vogue uh, UK, uh, Tatler UK, and then after that it was just, um, I was kind of ready to venture out on my own, and then that, it, it happened naturally. Now, talking of natural, um, you're apparently launching a sustainable skincare brand. Tell me a little bit about that, and, and who do you, which celebrities do you think would uh, really carry off that brand very well? You know, um, the first girl that really uh, goes into my mind is probably Gigi Hadid because I feel like she has that, she's still very trendy, she has that natural look, she's not overly, you know, done, you know what I mean. Um, she just had a baby and it's just, it's just natural. It looks, she looks organic. I mean, I don't feel like 
it's someone who I don't see using a ton of chemicals, basically, you know. And the brand, um, it also was created kind of naturally for me because I travel a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And as a young woman, I would always travel with a ton of products. So, I mean, I got tired of that. So <laughs> why not just create a natural product that doesn't have any chemicals inside and you carry one little cute bottle with you everywhere and it covers your basic skincare needs? Because let's be honest, uh, to get drastic results, no cream is ever going to do that for you. You go to a beauty doctor. So no need to buy 10 or 20 different skincare products. You know, one for all works just fine. So this goes hand in hand, of course, uh, with, um, you know, your fashion uh, design. Um, who, who would you really like to dress? Which celebrity would you really like to see your creation on, Ollie? God, like now that I've done them all, it's really, really, it's, it's not even a good question because I think I've dressed them all. I mean, the top ones, the most accomplished women in the world, I think I've dressed them all, really. All of them. Wow, my goodness. Um, so that, that's amazing. I mean, where would you want to see your dresses uh, next? On which red carpet? Would it be the Oscars? Would it be the Grammys? Or maybe some other uh, red carpet somewhere? You know, um, it's always been my dream, but because the dream is, uh, I mean, the, uh, the brand is very niche, so it's a little bit different. Um, if it was just a mainstream brand, like... Um, like a big name brand, then for sure I would go for couture fashion shows, you know, but because it's a smaller, it's a niche brand, there is no need for us to go there, basically. But when it comes to the events, I've done it as well. Like the brand has been on Grammys, the brand has done the um, award shows and so on. Um, when it comes to um, uh, ladies that you've dressed, you've mentioned a few names, Kylie Jenner, Chloe Kardashian, Mariah Carey. Uh, what about guys? Um, have you ever designed um, clothes for, for men? And who do you think are, are well-dressed men? Um, for me, the most uh, the well-dressed men are all Italian celebrities, basically. I mean, the sense of style is fantastic there. Um, no, but I never designed for men. It was always just for girls and for women. And But funny enough, you asked me about the guy celebrities because uh, Khloe Kardashian at the time, she was dating, I think, a basketball player. And his assistant, uh, he emailed me and he asked to um, have a coach done for him and for Khloe. And we, unfortunately, had to decline the request. All right. Um, so just coming back to your skincare uh, line, um, wh- where can we find it? And, and do you think sustainable brands like yours are the future of, of skincare? Well, I want to tell you a little secret, actually, which I was really, you know, shocked to find out myself. And this is actually why I wanted to commit to do the brand, because skincare industry is very difficult to break into. And you need to differentiate yourself. And I did, because when I started doing the research, I went to all of the Sephora stores, the Biomore, la, la, la. And every brand that claims to be absolutely organic, they're still mixed with other ingredients, all of them. Okay, so I literally wanted to make, I wanted to get the oil from the tree, put it in a nice um, packaging and ship and finish. 
Excellent. So um, what, what's the name of, of the brand and where can we find it? It's Biolab Exotic because we mix exotic uh, natural oils in it. And it is right now, it's everywhere in Europe, Italy, France. Um, next is going to be the UK. And now that I'm here, we are doing a lot of marketing and PR for the Middle East market. Ollie, a real pleasure to talk to you and uh, designer to the celebrities. We wish you all the very best of luck whilst you're here in the city.